Thanks for tuning in to the Beyond Normal podcast, where we highlight minority business owners and founders, and we use this platform to shed light on their entrepreneur journey. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Beyond Normal podcast. My name is Kenny Groom. I am the host. I have a very special guest. I'm excited to have uh, Rashi Aurora. She is the founder of Cuddly Tales, which uh, finds uh, trusted dog lovers in your neighborhood for dog sitting and, and walking activities. We all know, I think, in this COVID environment that dogs are um, an extension of our family right now. They are a part of our family. Um, and I appreciate Rashi um, coming on. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Kenny. I'm really excited to be here. Definitely, definitely. I want to kick thing, kick things off, get right into it with you. Could you give everybody a little bit of uh, a background just to kind of uh, set the table for, uh, you know, how you, how you came to be the co-founder of Cuddly Tales? Definitely. Hi, everyone. I'm Rashi, um, as Kenny introduced, uh, founder of Cuddly Tales. I was born and brought up in India with my mom, dad, my brother, um, my grandparents, um, and also my dog, Kelly. So I really grew up with um, dogs as a kid. Um, I did my computer science bachelor's back in India, and then I worked with Accenture for a few years. I worked as a developer, um, and I helped um, develop multiple web platforms for some of the financial services and telecom clients. And then I wanted to get some business perspective, um, and that's when I wanted to do master's in information systems from Carnegie Mellon University. So I came to the U.S. and uh, pursued my master's degree. After that, I joined uh, one of the big four consulting firms, and I helped multiple Fortune 500 clients, help them uh, build the technology strategy, help them launch some of the technology products. Um, I um, ended up working with some great people across EMEA, Asia, of course, Americas, um, and also worked with uh, people from different backgrounds like business, uh, technology. So I got a great 10-year uh, um, working experience in the corporate world. You, you come into the States for school, obviously, you know, you wanted to, uh, like you said, you wanted to get that degree. And that, that kind of leads into the next question, you know, what really kind of sparked your interest in like becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a business owner? Um, yeah, definitely. Like I said, I always grew up with dogs as a kid, and I am like a true dog lover. Uh, so when I moved to New York City, um, I always wanted to get a dog here um, because I had one back in India with my parents and family. Uh, but I knew how challenging it is uh, if you're working full time and traveling sometimes, how challenging it is to take care of the dog. Uh, so when I got my dog, Sammy, uh, two years ago, um, I was traveling for work and I was just having a conversation with one of my friends who also happened to be a neighbor, uh, mentioning how hard it is to find the trusted care. I really wanted somebody who takes care of my dog, uh, like family when I'm away. So uh, she offered to help um, and she herself being a dog lover uh, said she can definitely take care. And that's when the idea sparked on how neighbors or friends around you can help take care of the dogs when you're traveling or any basic needs, right? Also entrepreneurship really runs in my family. My brother is um, like an entrepreneur for 10 years now. He has his own 
marketing and IT firm. Um, so he has clients really globally for this marketing company and he has developed great uh, products from ID perspective. He has launched multiple digital apps um, and also done marketing campaigns for some of the biggest firms uh, across. So when, when this idea sparked, I thought, why I can't be an entrepreneur? I should be. I should be doing this uh, considering my love for dogs and I have gained so much experience in the corporate world that I can apply those skill sets and uh, build a company myself. So I joined uh, one of the accelerators, CUNY Accelerator. They provide uh, great mentorship. Um, uh, they provide a lot of training, like the learning. They give you access to uh, the network um, that you need to build around you to be a successful entrepreneur. Uh, and they also give access to the capital. So I joined that program. Um, I was uh, one of the uh, top three teams when I when I joined um, that accelerator, and after that I started really building out the product. Um, I reached out to multiple uh, dog owners, dog lovers in the New Jersey neighborhoods, in the New York City neighborhoods. Um, we as a team mul uh, visited multiple like dog parks and interviewed people to see how they perceive. Um, you know, neighbors and friends taking care of the dogs. And we received really great feedback. We incorporated it. We started with building like a prototype, uh, like a product that people can see and start using. So that's where the idea really started. Mm -hmm. and, and I appreciate you uh, sharing that there. You, you really just kind of went through the entire process of right how you, how you take an idea, how you take, you know, that light bulb moment and then you kind of see it all the way through. I think a lot of times individuals, right, they come up with an idea and then it just sits in that stage, right? They, they, they may write it down and then it just kind of gets lost in the back of their mind. They store it away versus you kind of, you know, taking it a step further, asking a couple questions. And I think it's really cool that you uh, you are able to utilize that uh, CUNY uh, accelerator program and some of those resources that are out there. You tapped into those resources. How exactly did you find out about that accelerator program? So um, as an uh, entrepreneur, when you're building a company uh, these days, there are so many accelerator programs available outside. Uh, if you're a student um, or join Baruch College, I think they have this opportunity to give to students where people can come up with ideas and they give you that leadership support um, and also that network and access to uh, people who can probably fund you at a later point. So they help you um, do all those activities that are required from the idea to um, actually start building something. So that, that was a great resource. Um, and there are other accelerators um, available outside also, which um, are similar, but CUNY, I think it's a great accelerator because the kind of support you get um, is it's really amazing. Exactly. So, you know, you've had some resources, you, you've been able to, right, take that idea, make it a business, you know, build out a game plan, you know, um, even with all that said, right, you, you think about COVID, all these things that have happened, the, now is like a great kind of learning opportunity, right? For you mm -hmm. as a business owner uh, with right. your co-founders, you know, what is something that you, you've learned throughout this process um, that you would have liked to know, you know, when you first started, uh, started out on, on this path, building out Cuddly Tales? 
Yeah, definitely. I think there are a few things. Uh, one, a uh, couple of things that I started mentioning, building your network, mentorship support is the other one, knowing your customer. So um, to start with probably the last one, know your customer, right? That is basically the crux of building your business. So you have to know who your customers are. Why would they use your product, right? What is the problem that you're solving? So when we started interviewing some of the dog owners, we started to see what are the challenges that they currently face while taking care of the dogs, right? If they're traveling or even if they are not traveling in the current COVID times, what do they need for their pet? Because everybody like treats their pet as family. So they mm -hmm. needs to be taken care of. Um, so basically getting that feedback from the customers and trying to see how we can incorporate that and help them uh, solve their problem is the first thing that you really need to do. So when we started building out initially, we built an initial version and then there was a lot of feedback on how would you make sure that the neighbor you can you can really trust or he's actually who he's saying. So then we got that feedback. We started uh, incorporating that feedback into our platform, making sure we have like third party checks, a quality check making sure when we are building the community, it's safe for both the pet parents and also, I mean, the pets, pet parents, and also the neighbors who are actually giving the service, right? So that's how we kept on iterating the product after version two, we had a version two. And then now we are still iterating based on the feedback that they're giving and building it out. So that that is definitely important. And then um, coming back to building your network. So I think that's really important because when you're building a company, you need different things. It's not just that you build a product, right? It's like how the design is going to look like, and then you develop it. How are you going to market it? What is the go-to-market strategy? Your go-to-market strategy for one um, city can be very different from the other city, or how you're going to market to the dog owners versus the dog lovers, mm -hmm. right? So you need to have that kind of like suggestions coming in, or recommendations coming in from the experts who are uh, from different um, backgrounds, right? So that again ties in with the mentorship. So when when you interact with some of this network, you find the right people who can be your mentors, who are probably from the same industry or the same background or have done or launched the similar companies before, or they already have companies and they are really scaling their companies, right? In any phase, but they can mm -hmm. help lead in the right direction when you when you have an issue when you have a problem you go to them and see what can be the different alternatives different options and then you see this is the right path for me and I should be following that so that's how I think like building your network the mentorship and knowing your customers are really the top three things for me yes and and uh, all those things that you speak to uh, I can tell just how uh you know your your acumen on those different talk topics. You're 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 leveraging the most out of this situation that we're in right now on COVID, right? Because COVID is forced. It's probably accelerated some of those learning opportunities for entrepreneurs. You know, going back to COVID, you know, how do you go about staying engaged with your customers during COVID nineteen when people are trying to social distance and you know there's hand sanitizer that you know just certain protocols that have to be in place. Uh, for personal uh, health and safety. Right. 
from covid perspective i think things have changed a lot when we initially started we were speaking to the customers face to face um we were going to the dog parks getting their feedback right now since uh, the covid i think that model has shifted a little bit even the business model has shifted a little bit uh right now because people are working from home there has been lesser of like the dog walking or the dog boarding activities because people are not traveling as much but we have seen some of the trends like the dog play groups have increased because though people are working from home but there are some big dogs or like puppies who have really high energy and they really need to go outside and run even though their parents are sitting at home <laughs> working mm-hmm. uh, they still need to go out burn that energy off so we started working towards that model and started hosting some of the play groups where humans are not really so involved it's more for the puppies um or the high energy dogs so they can come in in like group of 3 or 4 they can select that service um and then play for 2 3 hours and burn off that energy that way pet parents are happy and the puppies have burned off their energy so they can happily relax at home so that is one of the things um the other thing i would say from covid perspective is um there are um so many pet adoptions are happening more and more because of the covid people are at home uh, we have seen so many shelters go empty because people are adopting more pets now they need mm. more care uh, they need more connection you know building that uh, sense of um, home feeling with their pets so there have been so many adoptions recently um in terms of like the services um earlier there used to be like a in person meet and greet for example if a neighbor wants to take out your dog and you're you're going for a vacation they would meet in person first and see you know how they feel comfortable with each other and then um take their pets for like the service right for walking um but now that has shifted more to the virtual meetings so um they meet over over a video call and see that they are comfortable discuss what his pet likes to do like sleep where does he like to sleep any toys what kind of toys he likes just discuss that over the phone or video call instead of meeting in person so that is one shift and also following the regular safety protocols like when they visit your home uh to take your pet maintaining 6 feet distance wearing mask uh, all the safety procedures are are definitely put in place um now just considering like the pet industry overall um right now it started slowing down because people were working from home but then there have been more adoptions so looking at the pet industry report um not this year probably once the covid slows down a little bit next year then it's expected to go really high between 5 to 6% increase over the next 5 years which looks really optimistic it's really great and and i appreciate you sharing that there just around um some some interesting points around covid like you said people are home and so the adoption rates are actually going up and i think that's a good thing when you think about like you mentioned the shelters right there's less animals sitting there in the shelter because families are at home you know they have the time now they they want to have that pet they want to have that engagement since they're at home that that's something that's pretty cool and i think around yeah. the around the pet industry um report um that you mentioned just to increase over the next 5 years you know i can think in my own uh city of charlotte on um, what we're seeing now we're seeing um you know they're building out parks they're building out trails they're building out even though we're we're becoming a bigger city they're still trying to find ways for people to have that um 
you know, that outside feel, you know, remember going to the park when we were, when we were younger, right. As millennials, they're still yeah. trying to build that into the city and, and people having pets, I think is a part of that where you want to take your pet. Um, you know, like you said, for a walk, animals like to be out certain, I know certain breeds like to, they have that energy. Like you said, younger dogs and, and bigger dogs, they got yeah. a lot of energy. Amazing. They yeah, need amazing somewhere, energy. Right? Yeah. Yes. I got, yeah. I got my dog Sammy, um, around three years ago. And then he was, um, a puppy for like a year year and a half he had so much energy he would run around everywhere it, it's amazing to have pets just the experiment shows that if you pet a dog or a puppy for 15 minutes it's a great stress relief so in times like this i think um it's really great to have a pet and have that feeling that oh i am feel you know i feel much safer in my home and much happier than i have my puppy or my dog around me mm-hmm yeah, and building that kind of community using this platform where you can connect with neighbors. You don't need to go to somebody else's place who's really far away. You can just meet a person right here if you need any help related to pets, you know, within your community. So it definitely helps um, building that community together. I got it. And so um, you mentioned something there, something um, through that um, around stress, right? In the current situation we're in, we know uh, COVID um, started impacting us all at the top of the year, um, February, you know, yeah. on is when, when start, uh, most of us started feeling the, the major impacts of that. Um, you know, the kind of the pandemic number two, right? That is uh, really the topic of conversation right now is just, you know, the social and really the uh, kind of the, the racial inequalities that are being highlighted right now. I know there's a lot of conversations going on. So for you, um, you know, given your background, like you said, um, you came to the States uh, for school, you know, how are those conversations around uh, racial and social uh, inequalities impacting you and your business in 2020? Yeah, I mean, whatever has been happening in 2020, I think it's really difficult and even difficult to have these kind of conversations, right? Um, I would say from my perspective, we need to have more empathy towards each other, right? We need to be more supportive towards each other. It doesn't matter what the cultural background is or what the ethnicity is or, you know, uh, where you come from. It's more about supporting each other when you need it, considering the COVID and whatever has been happening um, this year, um, I think it has been really difficult for everyone, right? Um, considering like the diverse uh, teams I've been part of um, as part of the corporate life or, or from uh, the startup culture, um, I would say I've always welcomed people from different cultures, different ethnicities, because I think everybody brings their own set of ideas. Everybody has different mindsets, different perspectives. And when everybody gathers in a room, right, uh, they brainstorm with different perspectives. And that's how the innovation is done. That's how you get the best ideas out of that, right? Um, it can be um, very different, yes, when you are a minority female and, um, you know, in, in a group, group. But it also serves, um, I think, an opportunity for you to show your skill set and also learn from um, people from other cultures or other backgrounds and um, build it. I think um, I have definitely thrived in those kind of environments and used those as opportunity to build my skills and um, you know 
bringing that from corporate life to building my own startup i think it has definitely helped me i also had like a great uh, startup um supportive community i would say um i always had mentors who were not necessarily from my background or my culture but they always um you know provided like the effort the time uh needed to help me bring those opportunities and help me grow in the right direction so i think it had been definitely the thriving um uh, opportunities that i found along the way so i see it as a positive when different people uh come from different backgrounds because you get this fresh mindset that you wouldn't see if you're just working with the same set of people around you exactly and i think uh you touched on a couple of things there just around people bringing their different perspectives different skill sets you know you add value to the to any situation that i know that i'm not going to add and then vice versa right there's different we, we we each 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 and every person is going to have their strengths and their opportunity areas i think what's cool is that for you 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 really you really tapped into that really throughout the whole process that you built your built your business you even mentioned early on with the mentors right a lot of your mentors they don't necessarily come from your background but you know they have domain expertise in some of the areas where you want to build out your business and your capabilities for your business so it naturally makes sense for you to have those conversations with people right outside of your circle that may not necessarily look like you or to your point um that 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 come from your culture right yeah it uh, yeah it has been an amazing experience i mean i would say startup community in general is is very supportive uh considering whatever we have gone through in covid times and also before that um i think the way they have supported in terms of like refining the business model or what strategy do you need to come up with because you can't do inverse marketing or because you can't reach out to people so um having those conversations and also building in the fact that what is happening around us in the world um they can just help i mean depending on if if they are from the same culture they'll probably not able to <laughs> see what the differences are right and if you get perspectives from different people um you get that perspective from each mindset and it it gives you like a fresh outlook on what you can do sometimes you'll have a conversation like oh i never thought of that um you know just coming from a different background it can give you like a lot of value definitely um and so uh want to switch things up a little bit uh we all have been going through 2020 um dealing with covid you know the conversations around um just the social the racial uh, inequalities you know what are you looking forward to you know as you close out this year and you um start to think about moving forward in the 2021 and beyond you know what are you looking forward uh into coming up on the horizon for you and Colitos definitely so from cuddly tales perspective um we have a live version on the android and app stores uh where people can actually go and sign up if you're a dog owner you can you know go sign up and hang out with dogs just spending 15 20 minutes during a day can really help you with the stress or you know just have like a happy feeling when you're around pets uh so we are currently launched in jersey city neighborhoods um we are looking to launch uh in new york city neighborhoods um 
pretty soon. So once we launch into New York City, uh, after that, we want to look at other urban areas, uh, probably cities like Chicago or Boston, where the dog population, dog owner population is really high, and then move to the West um, over the next few years. We're looking to three to uh, six months, we are looking to see we have happy customers, we have um, dog lovers who can really hang out with dogs and have fun with them, have a good time. Um, and also for dog owners to have some free time and, you know, make sure that um, their pets are really taken care of. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, Rasha, can you please let everybody know how they can reach out, uh, stay connected with Cuddly Tales and all the things that you are working on? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so if you want to be like a neighborhood sitter, you can uh, you can actually sign up on Cuddly Tales app um, on Android or App Store. Uh, and there is a website that you can check out, www.cuddlytales.com. Um, I am very active on LinkedIn. So if you want to reach out to me for any mentoring related support or um, if you just need to have a discussion, or need um, need to give any feedback, any comments, or share anything, you can you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm pretty active there. Appreciate that, uh, Rashi. Appreciate you uh, coming on for an episode. You know, sharing your background, giving your perspective. You know, sharing your entrepreneur journey. You know, as you built out Cuddly Tales um, with your co-founders. You know, th this is definitely what the Beyond Normal podcast is here for. Is to hear for from a minority. Uh, entrepreneurs and founders like yourself and I you know just conversations like this that we're having I feel like you know you're sharing a lot of wealth and knowledge coming on my platform and I'm learning as well about that pet industry like you said uh, pets are an extension of people's families right now um, and right now you know that family dynamic you know is changing in front of all of us in 2020 but we know now more than ever that family is you know is really 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 important for all of us in terms of just balance, you know, just having balance, just having a solid foundation family is um, truly important at this time. And it will be moving forward as well. Uh, thanks uh, for tuning in, everybody, to the Beyond Normal podcast. You'll be able to catch this episode on all major streaming platforms uh, within the next week or so. And, uh, you know, looking forward to seeing uh, what uh, Rashi and Cuddly Tales builds out um, in terms of capabilities, in terms of serving those pet owners and their pets. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, to the Beyond Normal podcast. Thanks, Kenny. It was a pleasure speaking today. Thanks for tuning in to the Beyond Normal podcast. We can be streamed across all major streaming platforms in addition to YouTube. Come back again. Wow.